Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's 5 o'clock. It's 5 o'clock on the most listened to sports talk show for your ride home. What? what? It is time for the Falcons Report. Guns it. Caught. Touchdown Atlanta in the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. You shall not pass. O'clock Falcons report. Oh my heaven! On Dukes and Bell, we are Dukes and Bell. We start off every day and every hour by saying, "Hey, hey man. man!" It is good to have you listening on this Thursday. Tomorrow we're at State Farm Arena. The Suns come in to take on the Hawks. Mike and I'll be down there at two. You missed our conversation with Clint Capella. Clint was very good today talking about the Hawks. And uh, Mike, we're going to find out. By the way who the all-star reserves are around seven, right after we get off the air tonight. Right. There's a chance Trey may or may not be all-star reserve. Oh, come on. That's ridiculous. It is. That's ridiculous. And Um, a man in Trey's position can't be made to look ridiculous. (laughs) We're going to see, but that happens tonight. And I do think, Mike and I both agree, he's done enough to be an all-star reserve. He should have been a starter. That's neither here nor there. Coming up, guys, we are going to talk more about uh, the road to the big game. But we start today, if you're just tuning in, however you're accessing the show, thank you for making Sports Radio 92.9 The Game your number one sports destination and Dukes and Bill your number one sports show. Dan Quinn, Mike, hired again as a head football coach. Now, listen, we knew this was only a matter of time, and we're going to get to the Falcons and what this might mean as far as how we're going to maneuver now that our coaching staff is really coming together. A few more hires were made. But before we do that, Mike, I just want to get your opinions on DQ. Going to the the Washington Commanders, uh, was this a wow hire or a hire? Well, talking to some of my buddies up there in D.C., they're kind of like of the same impression that you and I were yesterday when you know we heard about Ben Johnson taking his name out of consideration for all the left jobs that were open, Seattle and, uh, and certainly Washington. So they, I, we all thought that's kind of like the logical fit, or maybe Mike McDonald just coming up 95, right, or coming uh, down 95, I should yeah. say, from Baltimore. Sure. But yeah, Dan just seems like it seems like a, you know, an option B or C. You know, I, not to disrespect Dan because he certainly knows what he's doing. He did a great job with Dallas. We're not talking about the playoff performances, the overall picture. He did put together a, a, a squad that went to, to a Super Bowl. I just, it, it, it doesn't, doesn't pop. And for a lot of folks in D.C., it's not popping right now either. Yeah, I, I don't think this was their first choice. Um, because as Mike and I said, listen, you, you could have done this a while back. If you really wanted Q, you could have went after him and, and made this happen. He made his rounds. He did all the interviews. And I think this is a panic move, to be honest with you. Now, it doesn't mean it won't work. It doesn't mean that Dan Quinn won't be good in, in Washington his second time as a head coach. But, Mike, when the guy you wanted or the two guys you wanted to talk to, you don't, you're not going to be able to talk to anymore. 
and you've been waiting for these guys, and it, it just makes it seem like, okay, what's the next best option? And, oh, by the way, they were not going to hire Belichick. So right. that was out of the question. So everybody's got their guy now. Um, by the way, Raheem Morris will speak to the media, address the media on Monday. It's our first chance to get a chance to talk with Ra. We will get an exclusive interview with him and also our general manager, Terry Fontenot, on Monday. Press conference will be live right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game at 2 o'clock. So mm. we will give you reminders. But, Mike, that is going to be a lot of fun. Yep, and now everybody's are, are, are lined up. I know people are waiting to get our guy and hear what he's got to say, but I just saw Jim Harbaugh had his introductory press conference in Los Angeles. Uh, Mike McDonald doing his in Seattle. By the way, just sidebar, Mike McDonald, we talked about it last hour, considering stealing Bama's offensive coordinator, Ryan Grubb, bringing him back to Seattle <laughs> to be the Seahawks OC. So I know some Bama fans are like, stop saying that, but it, it, it is out there. And, uh, and, and obviously a lot of posts. Look, just real quick on Dan. We always had a great rapport with Dan. I just, oh, he's great. I yeah. just felt sometimes, you know, when everybody saw a problem, he would never admit there was a problem. You know, for us, it would always be asking about offensive line many years, right? And, you know, and we know embrace the suck and everyone saying the brotherhood. All gas, no brakes. Iron sharpens iron. Hopefully there won't be too many plays. We're not up to our standard. But, you know, <laughs> I wonder, does he, does he move on from some of that? Or, you know, is, is that going to still be a part of his repertoire? It's a really good question, Mike, because – Part of the downfall of of DQ, and I think where he lost a little bit of the fan base, and I, it, it goes beyond twenty eight three guys. Right. It, it, it where he lost a lot of us was not being completely honest with us in the moments where we knew it was crap, right? Where we knew things were not as good as they seemed to be, and it was like, no, 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 it's not that bad. Yes, it is, Dan. And and can we can we talk about it? And it was like. I think a lot of fans took resentment to that, Mike. And so right. maybe this time around, and that doesn't mean you're calling guys bums on your team. Right. That You don't have to do that either. But I do think you have to acknowledge when things are not going well, that they're not going well. Right. And, and, and we're going to fix it, and we're going to get it right. And it was always no matter what. We're in a five-game losing streak. Well, it's going to be fun. No, Dan, we suck right now. Right. You can say it. <laughs> yeah, and I know that, you know, the thing about Dan, when you think about the highest heights, I mean, I, I've never, as long as I've been a Falcon fan, to have, like, multiple five and five games and even a six-game losing streak. Brutal. You know, under Dan Quinn. And I would think the legacy would just be, and we've, like, we've obviously charted, ch- talked about this a lot, but just you wish that there was a little less autonomy for Shanahan that somebody would have had the presence of mind because – Remember, he was involved calling and working with the defense That's right. in that Super Bowl to say, guys, let's just take a break here and look at the big picture. We're, we're hemorrhaging. We've lost all momentum. We've got to you know, put ourselves in a position to kick a field goal, which obviously didn't happen. And then the second biggest mistake in my mind would be not going with Matt LaFleur and going with Sarkeesian as the OC. Only not that Stark's a bad coach, just he's never coached a Shanahan offense. And that 17 team, Carl, I know you and I agree on this one. I'll die on that hill. I still think that defense and those pieces were good enough to go back to the Super Bowl. I do too. I mean, we didn't lose anything. I mean, as a matter of fact, you would have thought that it would have been better. But again, adjusting to those new coordinators, um, if you were here in Atlanta during that time when Dan Quinn was here, you guys know what we're talking about. We don't assume everybody was, but we're giving you our perspective on the last hire in the NFL. And, and listen, I said to Mike before he even got hired, when he gets another chance, and I feel this way about Raheem Morris, right? Right. Not even his stint here as an interim, because this wasn't his team. He was taking over a situation that had become very crappy, and he was trying to do the best he could. But from the age of 32, when he was a coach in Tampa, you're gonna you're not gonna tell me at 47 he's not gonna do a better job with all the experience and the places mm-hmm. he's been now. Absolutely, he is. Now, does it come together and we go to another Super Bowl? I hope so. But he's going to be better, and I think Quinn is going to be better this second time around. But Washington, mm-hmm. just like us, Mike, they got quarterback questions. They got some things they got to figure out. 
Um, and, and now being the last guy hired, this is what we were talking about with our staff because we've got now K.J. Black on this staff. He worked alongside Zach Robinson with the Rams. Nick Jones spent the last four years with the Rams. He's on the staff now primarily with the offensive line. Uh, Ike Hilliard was hired. He's the new wide receivers coach. Quinn now is up against it because a lot of these guys that you may have been interested in, which is why I think he's going to try to take probably the entire defensive staff with the Cowboys. Right. Joe Witt is down there with him, and now they're saying maybe he might be the guy that takes over the defense for the Cowboys. Either way, that is the, the news today, and, and a lot of folks around the football world believe, hey, uh, this wasn't the one they wanted, but they'll mm. take it, and they feel like they can build around what they've got with Dan Quinn. They have the number two overall pick. Mike, let's get to this this question that I think we're going to be talking about a lot. Stukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Are you willing to go all in? If you are, then that means we go get the number one pick. Now, understand there's a cost to this. And the cost right now is that we'd have to give up the eighth overall pick. You say, whoop de doo What about a third rounder, the 43rd pick in this year's draft? Okay. Well, what about 2025's first and third? And what about 2026 first round pick? All to go get Caleb Williams if you're all in. Are you all in? Yeah, I'm not all that in. Going to kind of kind of use the Notre Dame philosophy towards the ACC. Just a tip. Just I, a I would. Tip. I really do love the idea of trying to get up to that top three, but the ask is going to be at least swapping your number one and giving up at least one number one. But if I got to go that third number one, I just see, too much. We, and we need a transformative defensive end. Now, hopefully, you know Harrison will develop or Epicady will develop. But still, if you pop, you pop, right? I, I know that in Grady, you knew from Grady like in year one that he had it, yep. and that was a fifth rounder. So I'd love to see us go after Dallas Turner or Jared Verse and whoever else, maybe somebody else climbs up the board after the combine and get that edge rusher. So that gets us back to our Russell Wilson you know, conversation yesterday or other avenues for trades. But, yeah, or, or do they see maybe Penix reasserts himself at the combine, you know, and, and they feel that they can trade back into the bottom of the first round and do that. There's other ways. But, boy, Caleb Williams in, in Atlanta. And, and then that goes back to what, is, what are the Bears going to do? Uh, I mean, it seems like the Bears are going to trade Justin Fields, right? Sounds like it. I mean, it, I shouldn't say that. It feels like it. Nobody is confirming this yet. Ryan Poles, the general manager for the Bears, is certainly not confirming it. But it just feels like this is where this is going. And, and there's two ways to look at this, Falcon fans. One is if you feel like a quarterback is just the difference. Like, take Mahomes off of the, the Kansas City Chiefs and what are they? Nothing. If you feel like that is the difference, then going all in is worth it. But I don't think we're that good yet <laughs> to be doing this and giving right. up this kind of draft capital. We're not the 49ers roster. We don't have the Eagles depth. So, Mike, that is my concern when you start saying we're giving up two future first-round picks in 25 and 26. Those are picks Raheem Morris, I guarantee you, would say, wait a minute, we need that. I don't know. Can we manage this another way? But the problem becomes if this offense is crap, and we don't know if it is and right. what it's going to look like. But if it is again, we're going to be right back here next year going, we should have gone all in. Yeah, I, like you got to get a quarterback. We know the stories. You know, you don't want to be the Dolphins who went like, you know, almost like two, two and a half decades after Marino before they get a guy. And we've already seen what two years without Matt Ryan is. It ain't good. But. I, I just I, I hope, and we're going to look. Fontenot is not going to spill the beans on Monday, but we'll try to get a read on him. And, and we know we got options. The good news is we do have options. There's the free agency, there's trades, and there is staying the course in the draft. 
But uh, I know everybody wants it yesterday. We still got to play the Super Bowl. Still got all these guys out there in their shorts and their and their goofy shirts, Carl and, and Indy for the combine, and, and see who really does kind of asserts himself. But the idea of see Drake May doesn't really move the needle here, but Jaden Daniels does, you know, and certainly the Caleb Williams thing is just you, you take away think about think of it this way, Carl. Everybody wanted Mike Vick after the Sugar Bowl and that amazing run. Sure, he played one more year at Vitek. And the numbers weren't as good. Right. But you remember the good one. And Caleb Williams, whatever that was at USC, it just it was weird. It certainly, you know, he was down almost twenty percent on his touchdowns, but you see the skills. But I just I can't imagine the Bears would pass on that. And then that gets us into all these other options. But yeah, how many Falcon fans say I'm giving up three number ones? If you were as you said, if you were the Rams and the core is there and you got Aaron Donald and you got Jonah, then you can say blank those picks. We I don't think we can do that. So here's the other news as far as the Falcons. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 929 the game. And, and coming up, we're going to talk about why he didn't get a job and maybe he won't get one. The Falcons are hiring Kevin Coger. Okay. He is with the Chargers to be their new tight ends coach. So Raheem Morris and Zach Robinson, who's the new OC, all right, are trying to maximize Kyle Pitts in our new offense. Okay. Um, I, I don't want to get ahead of myself, right? But I told you guys, he's got to prove it to me. I don't care who the coach is. I got to see more from Kyle as we move forward through this thing, and especially as we get to next season. But, Mike, my point about this hire is they are specifically, hopefully, bringing in somebody that can help mm. maximize Kyle Pitts. And Kevin Coger has a great rep- reputation. We'll see if it works, but I, I can't get in front of my skis with, with this whole thing right. about how good Kyle Pitts is going to be. I am still right now. This is where I'm at, Atlanta. I don't know if he goes max effort all the time. I don't know. We shouldn't be talking about this stuff. And I know he's been hurt, and I get it, but I just need to see more, Mike. And it's a prove-it year for me. Like, you know how I, how I was about DeAndre Hunter? That's how I'm going to be about Kyle Pitts. <laughs> yeah, and if it's one of those things. Again, we're, we're doing these pie-in-the-sky scenarios. Everyone's seeing these crazy website articles. But, yeah, if if you tell me I could mitigate one of those draft picks in a trade to get up to the top three by trading Kyle Pitts, I'd do it tomorrow. You'd add him into that mix? Yeah, I would, I would move from Kyle Pitts, and, yeah. and, and hopefully he does better someplace else. But And I know that there'll be a lot of guys screaming at their car radios right now. I just, I'm not moved. I, availability and ability, guys, that they go hand-in-hand. Hand. All right. And by the way, we want him to be successful. Yes, no, I mean, but if that if that's what it would take to get me into that top three, right on. Hey, one last nugget on the Falcons. Uh, D led Carl do a little muckraking today. Uh oh, what am I doing, Mike? I guess uh, he went back and looked at our new defensive coordinator, Jimmy Lake, who was suspended one game after uh, basically popping one of his players who was in a fracas at Washington with a player at Oregon. I mean, nothing that didn't happen to you and I in high school football, but it, it was out Come there. Come on, D. That's what that's I said. The, Come on. It's old news. Seriously. It D. has nothing to do with Lake being a good defensive coordinator. What if it happens again, Mike and Carl? It's not going to happen, D. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I told D, I said, man, I never saw my coach eye to eye because my face mask was being twisted at a 90-degree <laughs> angle. <laughs> yeah, listen, I, 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 Mike, I don't care. Like, don't seriously. care. I don't care. He's in the pros now. Forget it, D. Move on. All right. Uh, coming up, why didn't he get a job? We're going to tell you what the father of the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL said next. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Strong Arm Story of the Day is brought to you by John Foyt Associates Personal Injury Law. Mike, let's talk about the guy that does not have a job, and I don't know if it's surprising at this point or not. And, of course, we're talking about Bill Belichick. Stukes and Bell Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. The hiring cycle has come and gone, and the greatest coach in the history of the game does not have a job. And, Mike, um, the father of Tom Brady came out, and the reports are out there. Oh, man. And this is Tom Brady Sr., and I'm paraphrasing here, okay, and you can go look at it. I retweeted it and put him up, C. Dukes. But he said, listen, Belichick's a great coach, but he runs a military-style operation, but his interpersonal skills are horrible. Mike, this means that he doesn't relate to modern players. Right. And maybe this is why other teams were not interested in him. Guys, he only interviewed for our job. Is this guy going to work again? Well, that's just it because, you know, and I, I, I get it. I could hear, like, the full spectrum of our audience, you know, from younger guys going, yeah, screw that noise, to older guys going, yeah, Bobby Knight, what's wrong with this country? Yeah, soft, bunch of weak. But it just, you know, you're hearing it this Tom Brady's dad basically echoing what we've heard from guys that have been in that organization. You know, it just, you don't have to treat everybody like jerks. And the funny part is all his guys who go off and try to be coaches do the same crap that Belichick does. It only works with Belichick with that machine in place with Tom Brady. Because, you know, when Matt Patricia goes out or Josh McDaniels or anyone else, it just it, it goes, no, Joe Judge, you know, you want to go be Billy Hardass, and it goes nowhere, right? Right. So unless you've uh, had the greatest quarterback to ever dress out under there, along, look, and don't get it wrong, he made amazing personnel moves and ballsy moves with the contracts and the talent he brought in, and, and you don't just win six Super Bowls because of one guy. But in 2024, I said this to Carl earlier, I think it's the more, I don't know, Nice and friendly NFL. We don't want people yelling at you. And maybe that's why Eric Bieniemy's been, you know, stuck off in the weeds, Carl, and can't get a head coaching job because there's no more. I know guys yell. I mean, it's not like it's it's not. There's still an element of that in practice and everything else. But it just seems like that attitude and mindset is going the way of the dodo. Now, let me throw one thing at you real quick. All right. A lot of people, and I saw this on Good Morning Football. I guess it was Tuesday. If Andy Reid steps down, Ooh. would the Hunt family reach out to Belichick or Bieniemy? But there, what do you think goes on? If, there is some talk that if, if, if the Chiefs win their third Super Bowl, that Andy Reid may ride off into the sunset. He's 65. Um, we talk, listen, it's got to be the right fit, right? And, and 
the, the situation with New England, and here's the other part. Like, people always go, well, it worked in New England. Guys, New England was crap forever before, for, before Belichick right. got there. Now, when you're starting to turn this thing around in the early 2000s, and, Mike, you're winning multiple Super Bowls, you get to a point where you get to have carte blanche and you can do whatever the hell you want to do. But let's not act like in the 80s and 90s that the New England Patriots were doing anything. No. So there is a, a, a couple a of seasons. The one year they beat Miami and, and Shula they got blew that game. in the Super Bowl, Correct. right? Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, but, but there was no consistent winning. And the point I'm saying is there's the caveat to this story about Belichick. He went somewhere where they never really ever had major success. Other than with him, because remember, well, Parcells obviously took him there, of course. Sure. But, they, but they came up short against Brett Favre and that, Reggie that's White. That's right. That's that. So you say, why was he able to do all these things and get away with the things he got away with? That's why. It wasn't like he came into a winning situation and they went, hey, we want to kind of get you to fall in line. He set the rules. He set how things were done. So when when Tom Brady Sr. says he runs a military operation, he could do that because along the way it was his his course. It was it was the way he wanted it to be. Um, I think the big thing is if not this cycle, this is my thing. Why next cycle? If you're telling me that this was an issue and one team interviewed him, which was us, that's because the owner really thought right. that he was the guy. What changes between now and next year, regardless of what team it is, if you feel like this isn't the fit that we want, this isn't what we want to do with our organization. And, guys, I'm telling you right now, this whole thing with the Falcons, <laughs> the plan was Mike and I said this. He was getting rid of everybody. Yes, okay. it was going to be a scorched earth. Now, good. The good news is Rich McKay. Now, I still think Rich is involved. There's for 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 for, to, for the folks to be placated. The fans are sick and tired of hearing Rich McKay. He's working with the soccer team. Air quotes. But Rich McKay did God's work and kept Belichick out of Atlanta. <laughs> yes, he did. Along with, and I don't know who the you know other advisors. I don't know if Brett Jukes or Steve Cannon or other guys that are you know in Arthur's you know circle said, "No, nah, this this ain't going to fly." But Bill Belichick turns 72 in April. So if he doesn't coach this year, the next year he'd be 73 to start the next season. And so you, you start to think, Carl, and I, I joked around with Carl earlier, I guess is Belichick going to have to do a PR campaign? Like, you know, you'll, you'll see him on the, on the view or something, you know, next week, you know. Um, um, the Notebook is my favorite movie. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, trying, right. Soften him up. And, hey, coming up today on Kelly and Mark, Bill Belichick's here. He's got a great tailgating <laughs> recipe for us. I like to make the buffalo wings. No, so I, I just don't know how you win hearts and minds over when, yeah, you went from the greatest. And I said this earlier. I was talking to somebody on Twitter. You know, he's the GOAT. But I tell you what, if we start to look back and pull back and realize there were other decades of football in this world, Maybe Vince Lombardi is better than Bill Belichick because he won three championships before there was the merger, before the, you know, there was the Super Bowl. And then he won the first two Super Bowls and he was on his way to saving the Redskins when he died of cancer at age 57. Yeah. So I'm saying before we just anoint the goat because he's got more numerically, I think we got to go back in time and say it was Vince Lombardi. And I'll, 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 I'm, I'm prepared to pivot to that right now because I love Bill Walsh, too, and Chuck Knoll. Chuck Knoll also picked his own players and won four Super Bowls. True enough. And, by the way, damn near every player on the defense is in the Hall of Fame. Right. So um, he has an incredible resume. But I'm only saying this for football fans and all you guys out there who are like, we're idiots if we don't hire Belichick. Were we? 404-726-0929. Follow Mike. He's Mike Bell, ATL. I'm at Put Him Up. See Dukes. The radio show is Dukes and Bell 929. Follow the radio station at 929 The Game. Stay up on everything that's going on. If everybody is doing the same thing, didn't we do the right thing? 
I think I don't. I I don't think, guys, that uh, you could argue that uh, we we made some colossal mistake when you know six other seven other teams didn't go down this road. Yes. Now Seattle, for obvious reasons, they literally went with a guy half the age of Pete Carroll. So so they make it six. six. You know, six teams said no, we're not doing this. Of which we're one. I think you look at all the things we talked about. The 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 the, the, the cadre of. Coaches that come with him, which have sort of there's just a luster. The, the article that Tom Brady's did, Tom Brady's dad basically said everything you and I said a That's couple right. weeks ago. He, the, he confirmed the, it. The luster, right. the bloom is off the rose. Yes, he confirmed all the things. And and by the way, and that's why I think it's important. If you don't believe us, okay, and you should. We we're in the know. Believe a guy's dad who was around that for 20 years. Like he doesn't have to say anything. His son is the greatest to ever do it. But he's like, look, here's what happened. And, and this is what, what the deal is. He even talks about Robert Kraft apologizing to him and Tom, saying, right. I made the wrong decision when you talk about an aging quarterback. We should have never moved on from you. So, right. And Belichick said he's got to go. That's right. So these are the decisions. As we, I, I just kind of want to put this to bed and let's embrace Raheem and let's see where Raheem's plan is and what Raheem Morris wants to do with this team. I think he's hired a really good staff. We got players we need to go get and things we need to fix. But, like, this whole Belichick thing, if you guys are still on that, get off of it. (laughs) Yeah, man. Like the guy that was calling it yesterday about uh, Desmond Ritter. Like, Ritter will have another chance to build. It's not like Ritter's, you know, he's getting kicked out of the NFL. He'll still be a backup on this team, whatever we do with, you know, the starting quarterback role. But there's some old saws here that just got to die, and I'm with you on that one, man. All right, guys. Road to the big game. We'll talk more about that. Also, coming up, we are going to let you hear what Michael Rothstein had to say today about the quarterback position. There are only a few options. He makes a lot of sense. Whether you agree with it or not, it's coming up in the 6 o'clock hour. Stay right there. It's Dukes and Bell. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. One winner, only one champion to hoist the Lombardi Trophy. It's the road to the big game on Dukes and Bell. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. It is Dukes and Bell. Mike, are you leaning one way or the other right now? Listen, we got a long way from the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, February 11th, guys, we got another week of conversation. But are you are you Chiefs right now? Or are you 49ers? Where are you at? <laughs> yeah, I just had to turn one in. Uh, one of our predictions for the website. Uh, I'm leaning Chiefs, man. I just I okay. I, I'm trying to convince myself that Purdy can step up, but I just I just feel Mahomes magic, man. I just I'm thinking like I don't know, maybe high score, maybe higher scoring than some people have it, maybe like 31 27. And that'll be entertaining. I, I agree. I do think it's going to be. It's not going to be 17, you know, yeah. 10. I don't think so. Um, but yeah, man. I, Listen, after he went on the road, here's my deal. He goes to Buffalo, and they're like, he's never won. Beats him. 
goes and plays the best defense in the league, beats them. Now, I know in the second half they didn't do anything, but don't blame that on Patrick Mahomes. That's the Ravens' offense, right? Right, right. So I just, yeah, I it, it's tough, man, but I do feel like the 49ers have a better team. I just do. Um, and if this is the ultimate team sport, you still need your quarterback to make plays. Purdy, he made plays in the second half, which is why they won that game. If he does that in the Super Bowl, right. they will have a legitimate I shot. Mean, it's just funny because you, 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 you go into the Super Bowl the same way you felt about Garoppolo a couple of years ago when they beat Ooh, them. You know, you feel, the, I feel better about Purdy, though. I feel a little bit better about Because, again, you know, you and I said it we, at the time. We were like, well, that's a throw Matt Ryan could make. You know, there was a crossing route that would have gone for, like, a touchdown. There was the, and the deep ball over the top that Garoppolo misses. Those two throws, and then you may have had a, a 21 or a 24-point lead. Remember, they blew a 10-point lead in that game. They sure did. Let's hear from J.J. Watt, guys. He's turned into a pretty good analyst for CBS. He was saying, listen, um, 49ers are really good, but... The Niners have a phenomenal squad. Both teams are incredible. The Niners have playmakers everywhere. They have CMC. They have Ayuk. They have Debo. They have Kittle. They have everybody. Um, so you start to look at it and you're like, oh, wow. But you can never discount Patrick Mahomes. I mean, it's that's what we're learning. Obviously, we went through many, many years of Tom Brady doing a similar thing where they struggle in the regular season. Then all of a sudden, the playoff time comes and boom, another Super Bowl. So it's very, very difficult. I mean, it's probably the two best teams in the NFL matching up, and that's literally the goal of the Super Bowl. So looking forward to seeing it. You can't count him out. Uh, do you think the best two teams made it? I thought it was going to be Ravens. We yeah, had, I I had mean, the Ravens. I wanted the Ravens. I wanted to see Lamar get that shot, you know, and especially that defense, especially the way they remember the Ravens, the way they beat the 49ers earlier yeah. in the year. Yep. But now we don't get that. So it's clutch. It's experience. It's everything that Bryant McFadden was talking about. You know, just that, that innate ability for Patrick Mahomes to extend a play, to just find, you know, Travis Kelsey, all the things. We said this, as crappy as they looked as late as, like, the first few weeks of December. It's like an old, like a never, like a bad dream, like it never happened, right? Everybody's making plays. Uh, he JJ Watt wasn't the only guy talking about, you know, th- this Patrick Mahomes thing. Um, Justin Reed, who's a safety for, um, you know, the the Kansas City Chiefs and, and the Texans, he's he played there. Mike, he was just saying, listen, Mahomes, he's watching this and he mm. he can't describe it. Listen to Justin Reed. There's some guys that are in this league that are just force multipliers, man. Yeah. There's something about them that it just brings out. Not like they don't only put their best game out there, but they also raise the level of everyone else that's around them, and they create an atmosphere of belief and unity and teamwork, and um, that you're able to just you don't feel like there's any stopping you. Like you can you can be down 24, you can be up 15, whatever it is. Um, as long as 15 has the ball in his hands, you know you got a shot to win. So that's encouraging as a defense. And we just try and give him the ball as much as possible. I mean, the guy is a, is a Hall of Famer, first ballot, um, probably the best player in NFL history, and he just keeps getting better. So, guys, if he wins, if he wins, I say he, but if the Chiefs win, that's three for him, Mike. That's three in six years, Right. I mean, right. I mean, that's yeah, and I know it's funny because I'm catching uh, the other day. You and I were talking about this. And I think we were talking about it with maybe might have been with Brian McFadden. I just don't mind the Chiefs the way maybe I will eventually mind the Chiefs. I don't mind them. right? Now. I don't mind. I don't mind the Taylor Swift stuff. <laughs> I, I enjoy the Kelsey thing. You know, you know it's what? This funny. anger management thing yeah. is working for you. Well, no, I mean, there's things I still lose my mind over, but this ain't one of them. You know what I mean? It's just <laughs> this ain't one. I just, you know, because Mahomes is just more entertaining and, and, and nothing against Brady. It just there was there was like I don't know a a factory machine like uh, I don't know 
just the way that they just rolled over you, the way the Patriots year after year, just, I don't know, it just got to be, uh, just, oh, here we go again. I got to see these guys. And I don't know, I, I'm just not there yet with the Chiefs. But I know there are some people that listen to our show that are they're over the Chiefs. They want something new. Okay. I mean. But to me, I don't know what, the, the, what did you have against Patrick. Like, they tried to manufacture a story the other day when they were leaving the, uh, the, the, the whatever they call it, this bank stadium where the Ravens play. And Patrick Mahomes' wife is asking security, how do we get out of here? And, like, yeah. she twirled her finger, and some of them made her into, like, Cruella DeVille. It became, like, a story <laughs> that went viral. I'm like, what? No. I mean, his brother's annoying, but, I mean, he's not annoying. And, by the way, the State Farm commercial, I still chuckle, even though I've seen him a thousand times. I, uh, I like dynasties because I, I think, one, it's good for sports. It, and the other thing is it gives us something to root for or against. Like, I've said this. I have no, no dog in the fight, right? I, I'm just watching. I want to be entertained. I tell you guys that all the time. But I'm going to watch the Super Bowl, and I'm not sure right now if I'm rooting for the Chiefs or rooting against them because it is a dynasty. And I think that's good. You know, in, in basketball, we've seen it with Golden State here in the last, you know, decade. It's good. There were When LeBron played Golden State in the finals and when he went back to Cleveland, I was rooting against Golden State. The next time they were in the finals, I was rooting for them because I wanted to see history. I mean, Mike, that's where I'm at. I, I don't care ultimately because it's not my team, but it's good for sports when you got these guys that you can root for or against. 404-726-0929. It's our Solomon Brothers Diamond text line. You guys can hit us up. Oh. A couple of guys hit us, did us. I'm speaking of the text line earlier saying that, you know, I'm not sure it does what kind of relationship uh, would the Chiefs have with Bill Belichick. You know, and if Bill, and if Andy Reid, some, some guys were not aware of this rumor about Andy Reid stepping down. Yeah. And do you think that perhaps Clark Hunt, you know, took over for his dad, would be interested in Belichick? Or or is this, will this finally be Eric Bieniemy's chance? Because as a couple of guys pointed out, Eric Bieniemy was a guy that kind of helped keep the, uh, you know, the ducks in a row over the years. He was the bad, he's kind of like the Chuck Amato of Florida State. He was a guy cracking the whip, right, keeping everybody in line. Do you think, though, that they'll give Andy Reid, and if you hear that, Guitar in the background. That is uh, down here at, at Gateway Center Arena where the Skyhawks are playing tonight. Um, and so i not freaking you out. You're like, right. what's going on with my radio? No, Carl uh, is multitasking. He's so good. He can actually do Jimi Hendrix while he's doing the radio show. And he's playing left-handed. It's pretty good. Yeah. This guy's pretty good, though, by the way. Right. Uh, don't you think, though, Mike, they would give Andy Reid the say in that? Like, yeah, I like would think so. One of your disciples. Let's, right. let's get one of your disciples. We don't have to go out of the family tree here right. to go get Belichick. Yeah, I don't think it would be Matt Nagy because that brand took a hit up in Chicago. Sure. And he, sure. you know, so you wonder would be enemy come back? I don't know. I'm just spitting, you know, spitballing it. But yeah, there is some talk, and I can see Andy Reid at age 65. You know, you've you, after all those years of coming up short in Philly, you've you know your brand is rock solid. You know, your legacy is secure. I don't know. But then again, when you're when you're Andy Reid and you got Mahomes, why would you quit? Dude, you could ride this to the wheels fall right. off. I mean, seriously, who's to say that you're not going to be in this for the next three or four years? I, I'm not. I'm just not. I saw that team change last year and went, oh, they're not going to get a Super Bowl. No way. Tyreek Hill. And Mahomes is like, you guys don't know what you're talking about. I'm right. still out here. He, he is that MJ factor right now. And, and it's just, I, I, if I'm Andy Reid, I'm with you. I got to reconsider. Because here's the deal. He makes your job easier, Mike. Right. Andy Reid can call the plays. And Matt Nagy, we can talk about all the scheming you want. You know what happens in these games? This dude just makes plays. 
Right. He, 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 the play that was called, it may not even score. He's going to do something spectacular, throw a ball left-handed or, you know, throw a ball sideways, and all of a sudden you're going, hey, I can't believe he made that play, and, and you just scored on it. That's not Andy Reid. That's not Matt Nagy. No. So I, I know that it's funny because aren't we going down the same road as Bill Belichick with Tom Brady? Now yes. you've got – look, they've always had good defenses in Kansas City. And, look, Steve Spagnola, he tried to be a head coach. He's not a head coach. He's a defensive coordinator and a really good one. You know, but Spagnola is part of the secret sauce as well, Carl, on You're that right. team. No, listen, there are a lot of people who said, to, to your point, why didn't Washington go interview Steve Spagnolo, who now, by the way, is arguably the best coordinator, right. you know, left in these playoffs. Um, you know, D'Amico Ryans, when he left the 49ers, they had probably their best defense. It's good now. It's not as good right. as it was. Mike, they didn't even interview him. So no, you know. this is the guy that was a defensive coordinator behind the original NASCAR package with Michael Strahan and the Giants, the guy that came up with the secret plan to beat Tom Brady, right? Yes. Not so secret, just hit him in the mouth, you know? And then later on, you know, does a great job with the Saints, the Rams, everywhere he went, you know? And then, unfortunately, he played for Ra- – Randy Mack was uh, playing for him with the Rams. He got his shot as a head coach, and just that's not where he's at. He's one of those guys – and there's some dudes, that that's their role. And as you said, you get paid really well, and he's really good at it. If you're just joining us, Dan Quinn, hired to the Commanders. The last job has been filled, and DQ will get another chance to be a head coach in the league. What's funny, Mike, is he leaves Dallas, and now he's got to play Dallas twice a year with the Commanders. Yeah, man, we're going to see uh, our old buddy, Coach uh, Arthur Smith. He'll be the OC for the Steelers, and we'll see Dan Quinn this year on the Falcons' schedule in 24. Yeah, can't wait, honestly. I want to see what we look like. I'm excited. More quarterback conversation coming your way when we come back in the 6 o'clock hour. A lot of you are like, Dukes and Bell, why are we even talking about this? There's only one guy I want if we're going to go the free agent route. And it's not the guy you guys are talking about. Listen, we'll talk about this when we come back. We got options. And we got time. That's it, Mike. We got options. (laughs) It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio. Hey, get back on that guitar, Holmes. (laughs) Well, you know, I got to take a break, man. I mean, come on. I've warmed up enough. Uh, We're coming back. It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. The Morning Shift. Weekdays 6 a.m. till 9. On the line is Odyssey NFL insider Brian Balding. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 